0: Oh man. So you know all those Pokemon cards I got from you, Josh? Mm Mm-hmm. So of course took out the cards out of these little shells and now I have hundreds of those sticker sheets. Yeah. And I'm like, what can I do with all these sticker sheets?
1: What are you gonna do with them?
0: I don't know. Maybe maybe go to Tommy's house and cover his truck in Pokemon stickers. Oh, shit. Like I'll thousands and thousands of
2: them. God, if you're hoping not to get caught, you're going to be there for like eight hours doing that.
0: Like... <laughs> I think that would be worth it. Stay there all
2: night. <laughs> just, cover, just cover the hood. I have a little bit of rust stain on the hood. Just cover that. Yeah.
0: I say that... I don't think I could do that. Not even to you, Tommy, because those mm. stickers don't come off. Like, yeah. you, you're stuck with a Pokemon truck. Which is, <laughs> It's, it's kind of cool, I guess, but maybe for, like, a day. Like,
2: okay. <laughs> right. That's, like, what is it? Like, people in their early 20s when they put stickers of all different types of stuff all over their vehicle?
1: Yeah.
2: There's a van that drives
1: around forest that has all of these, like, little figures, like, glued to the hood of it. <laughs> There's a bunch of them. I'm like, holy shit. It's kind of cool looking. If oh, I get a wow. chance, I'm going to take a picture of it. <laughs> it. I always catch it when it's driving past me, and I, never, I don't ever find it sitting anywhere.
2: Mm, you got to follow it. Yeah, right. <laughs> Flip a
1: And another thing I've noticed down here that's really big, and I think it's kind of weird, a lot of people have rubber ducks in their fucking windows of their car
0: why is it is it not just jeeps
1: there is a lot of jeeps but i've seen like minivans and like uh, mom's suv huh kind of thing maybe they're just
0: trying to be included i know oh, the jeep maybe. is the ducks are a thing with jeep owners yeah like if they like your jeep they leave a rubber duck on it
1: oh shit that's cool i never knew that i'm not a jeep that's owner. weird. I wish I was a Jeep owner. I've always wanted a Jeep, but I don't. I don't want to be that
2: that stereotypical Jeep guy, you know? Right? <laughs> you get out of the Jeep with like shorts, black socks, sandals, and it's like, yeah, "Look how cool I am!" Yeah, I need a Skyjacker, you know,
1: jack for my truck with a two inch lift on it. A regular jack will jack my truck up. <laughs> Anyway, soft that topic. <laughs>
2: Day, I don't know, whenever you're listening to this, welcome to the Paranormal Minds of JST. I am Tommy, and as always, I'm here with my two best friends, Josh. Hello. You sound tired. Sorry, guys. That's okay. And Shane. Hi. EVP! I I was going to say he's trying out ASMR over there. (laughs) oh we're a paranormal podcast tommy we don't do asmr we do evps (laughs) paranormal asmr like i don't know if that'd work but (laughs) anyways so tonight i have something special for you guys i have two mysteries that may or may not be connected to the paranormal some people believe they are some people believe they're not So pretty much any paranormal topic to start it off. And I'm going to break them up. So we'll discuss one and then discuss the other. Um, The first one is the disappearance of Henry McCabe. This is a weird story because this actually has a crazy voicemail uh, to it. Like it is actual audio that makes no sense. So as we get into it, Henry McCabe, Back on September sixth, nine or two thousand fifteen. Why am I going to say nineteen? Um, him and his friend William Kennedy decided they were going to go clubbing. You know, Cave's wife's out of town. You know, they're going clubbing, have a couple drinks. Well, as this happened in, so Shane can have something for his map, Mounds View, Minnesota. All right. Now, after they were done partying, William dropped McKay off at a gas station close to his house. Don't know the exact time on when he was dropped off. It's believed about around 2 o'clock. At 2.28 a.m., McCabe called his wife, Corrine, and left a voicemail. Corrine found the voicemail the next morning on the 7th of September. So, she then she she listened to it and then she called McCabe's brother, uh Tim Borbor, uh, to discuss like what happened. Well, his brother was like very disturbed by what he heard on the voicemail, so he called Moundsview Police Department. The police department then went to his friend William Kennedy and he told him he dropped him off at the Hollywood gas station or not the Hollywood gas at the Super American America gas station. So, and he presented the police with McCabe's keys and wallet. He said he took them so he wouldn't drive drunk. All right. Police began a 3-month search and rescue operation. Um during that time McCabe's phone and bank accounts were Not used. No one withdrew money. No one tried to call uh, using the phone. Didn't ping anywhere. So, now as the investigation goes on, it turned out that Kennedy uh, actually dropped McCabe off at the Holiday gas station instead of the Super American gas station. So, also... They found that McCabe's friends um, were found to be using encrypted cell phone numbers, and certain accounts were not adding or adding up. They weren't, you know, they were inconsistent.
0: It
2: it was like everybody knew something, but they weren't saying anything. If y'all, if y'all want to listen to the voicemail, uh, it's in the it's in the chat. So and then I'll I'll cover that just a little bit if y'all want to listen to it.
1: Yeah, when did you say what time? About did... about,
2: about 10 seconds cuz it's a news thing. The actual audio has been scrubbed from the internet. Oh, really? Yeah. So you can only find people either talking about it that have the audio or um like the news with the audio.
0: I've never heard anything like that before.
1: Yeah, that was a weird noise, wasn't it?
0: I'm trying to mimic it. That was bad. Huh. Okay.
2: For the transcription, for people who are listening and couldn't hear that, uh, there are several minutes of animalistic growling noises. Um, You can hear Henry uh, crying and screams of pain. Uh, At one point, you hear him saying that he's been shot. There is a few seconds of silence, and then you hear a man's voice being heard saying, stop it. Like I said, the full recording has been wiped from the Internet. Now, on the evening of November 2nd, 2015, the police found a body, or they were notified of a body, in Rush Lake in New Brighton. Uh, The next day, it was confirmed that the body recovered was, in fact, that of Henry McCabe. Autopsy stated that McCabe died by drowning. But the state of decomposition of his body made it difficult to determine if he had sustained any injuries. So, there are possible explanations. Um, One is Henry was very drunk and just wandered into the water. Uh, His wife and maybe his friend were had something to do with his death and we're trying to cover it up. Like maybe they were having a lover's affair. Um, other people think that, you know, a mountain lion attacked him and he jumped in the water to get away and drowned. Um, some people think aliens or cryptid had something to do with it. So yeah, that's the story of Henry McCabe. What do you guys think of that?
1: yeah that's a bizarre one, especially with the recording. Wonder why the friends were using encrypted cell phones
2: yeah that 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 one actually it piqued my interest. They gave no explanation about why they were using encrypted cell phones, but they were so I think that's one thing that leads people to believe like like the wife and friend are trying to cover up for murdering him. Yeah, maybe.
1: But what did what did he do for a living? Do you know? And I, I'm just wondering if it's government-affiliated. I know that's where we start stepping into conspiracy theory, but...
2: I mean, if I'm not mistaken, I think people found um, that he did not work for the government. So... Okay. He was a state otter... In Minnesota
1: so he was he did work
2: for the government yeah but I don't I don't think a state auditor has anything to do with anything crazy out there mostly it's just you know I don't know what a state auditor does sounds like dealing with taxes yeah so he
1: wouldn't have had any any confidential information on anything but he would have had friends in the government, in my opinion, you know?
2: Yeah. More than likely. So, the role of a state auditor is determine if tax dollars are spent efficiently. So, so yeah. it's if the Which, state's doing what they're supposed to. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's uh, so yeah. what I was gonna say. They're they're like whistleblowers, they're gonna find if you're doing anything fraudulent with money. Yeah. yeah. Now that starts to question
1: what did his friends do? I would imagine they were probably government-affiliated. Probably. Which would mean why that would probably be why they had encrypted cell phones. Yeah. All right. I'm not saying they had him killed. Sounds a little suspicious. And I'm going to be honest with you, the beginning of that recording that we listened to sounded like... A cell phone with bad signal sounded like somebody being dunked in water, like screaming while underwater through a bad cell phone signal. But could be possible alien abduction. I'm sure the aircraft would have some sort of interference with the... with cell phone reception.
2: Yeah. I mean, they are in Minnesota, so. Yeah. I don't
1: know how good. Now we've talked about Minnesota or talked about
0: UFOs. There a lot in that. Right. And I I think his phone reception would have been good. That's like right outside of Minneapolis. Oh yeah. Yeah, I don't think that's an issue. Yeah. That would have been good then probably. But his, I'd say his friends are definitely involved. So they left after a night of partying and they dropped him off at a gas station. Yeah. And one took his wallet, one took his keys. Like why would they do that? Yeah, that's weird.
1: The keys, maybe I understand. Don't drive your car, maybe you're drunk. But the wallet? Uh yeah, that one's weird. Also, why would you drop your friend
0: off at a gas station? Yeah. Just Go ahead, man. If I'm plastered, take me home. Don't drop me at a gas station. Right? Because gas station, you go to jail.
2: Yeah, because supposedly his whole thing
1: was because it was close to the house. So. The gas station was close to
0: the house? Yeah. Then why not take him to the house? That's stupid. All right. He was married, so he had a wife there. Unless Mm. he's like, oh, she's going to be mad at
2: me. I mean, Well, no, she's in California at this time. Oh. So, she's off on a business trip, and I guess he was like, oh, you know, I'm gonna go hang out with the guys, have a couple beers, and you know, so, but, Mm. I mean, if the wife and the friend were lovers, her being in California is a good alibi, and, you know, him dropping them off at a gas station is a crappy alibi, but, you know. Yeah. He just looks like a shit
1: friend though. He didn't, mm-hmm. you know, at worst. Especially if there was video of him actually doing that, which in 2015, I'm sure there was.
2: Yeah, and I'm I'm pretty sure that's how the cops fa- figured out that no, you dropped him off at the wrong gas station or you told us the wrong gas station. Oh, they did tell him that. Yeah, well they they said uh, that he was dropped off at the oh, what was it? Notes where are you at the holly uh holiday uh gas station and not the super american gas station as uh he had told the police, so that's what got the police questioning on that, so he told them, oh, I dropped him off at the american uh gas station and they he actually dropped him off at the holiday. How do you mix that up? well I mean I guess you can. It could be an honest mistake, right?
1: Yeah, maybe. I don't know how much you'd pay attention to the like the gas station's name, especially if you're not. Well, I don't know. If he lives around there, then they ought to all know the names of the gas stations, in my opinion.
2: Yeah, I mean, unless the names changed and. Whatever, but I mean, I don't know if he's from out of town or not. I can't find anything else on uh, William Kennedy except his middle name, which is Pappas. It, it does look. It looks really bad on the frame, right.
0: right? So they had reconnected William Kennedy and him, um, not long before this. So it's not like he was a super close friend. Okay, mm.
1: that would make then, more sense then why he dropped him off.
2: What is it? They went to a local club in Spring Lake Park called Puliski's. I don't know. Um, on sixty-five with pals Calvin Johnson and William Kennedy. They left Henry's apart at one forty. Henry left with a. Uh, William Kennedy Henry's apartment was a little over 2 miles from the club, but he asked to be dropped off at the Super America gas station for unknown reasons, according to Kennedy.
0: So jump forward, forward to the current day. Um his wife mm-hmm. left Minnesota after Henry Henry's remains were found. Uh she's from California and seems to be working there, uh writing funny enough science fiction fantasy novels uh, beyond that nothing is really known about her current location uh william kennedy uh is still in minneapolis minnesota uh but he's saying i have no motive i'll take a lie detector test you know i i, I never i i didn't do anything so that's the current stuff from him
2: uh interview from uh, last year the real question is is what actually happened to him and what the heck were those noise, like the growling noises, unless you, you're, you're right. You know, it's a, you know,
0: a yeah, signal it, issue. I'm going to re listen and keep that in mind. See if I hear the same thing.
1: Yeah, it, it could, it's very subjective, but that's what it sounds like to me.
0: All right. So why, if he was drowning and doing this stuff, like who said, stop it then? Like,
1: yeah. Whoever's drowning him, I get.
2: They're tired of them fighting. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like,
0: <stop> it.
2: <laughs> it's an interesting one. That's why I was like, oh, I don't know if this is a lot of paranormal. It's more of a murder mystery. But, like. <sighs> I mean,
0: I, I get how it could be, but I there's too many human elements that could have caused it. Like an old friend that just popped up and went out drinking his wife <clears> who <throat> took off right when he was found, uh, him being in the government and auditing, you know, these big, you know, tax paying or tax dollars, all that stuff. Mm. It, there's too many human possibilities. Yeah. I, feel, I
1: really feel like this is either I, I, and, I don't even feel like lovers quarrel. If dude, if if the friend wasn't ever around, I don't feel like you know that would have been a lovers quarrel kind of thing. Yeah, I really feel like this is a government
0: issue. Yeah, no. mm-hmm. <laughs> and maybe the wife left because she's like, oh man, they found my husband. I I don't want to live here anymore. Yeah, I, mean, I could mm-hmm. get that.
2: Yeah, yeah. Well,
0: I. Do you want me to put a paranormal spin on it? I can make something up.
2: Uh, yeah, go for it. Go for it. Make it uh, up, Shane. Make it up.
0: So the wife is a, a science fiction writer, right? Mm. So yeah. she started. She started researching, you know, trying to make her book seem more real. Stumbled across some some crazy uh, summoning spells, right? And uh, she's like, "All right, I need." She's in California, right? Mm-hmm. And she's like, "But uh." I need to bring this creature forth somewhere where I'm familiar with, so she was just picturing this this lake, right? So she summons a swamp creature from California, and because it had the memories of her, like she implanted her memories of her husband in this swamp creature, it went and hunted him down, killed him and drowned him.
1: You listen to Netflix? <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty good. Yeah, my lot. You have quite the imagination. Uh, it must be nice. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but, uh, I I was gonna say he was probably lured into the lake with like water fairies and they just were trying to grab him and drag him down and that's when he's like, No, you know.
0: So Yeah, yeah. I think the swamp creature was trying to call the wife to let her know the job was done. That was swamp creature language we were hearing. Swamp thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. But, nah, it was the government.
2: Well, so I guess a little final thoughts on that. Are y'all are all with uh, this government.
0: Yeah, I th- I think so. I mean, just, just the, the lining up of it, because it could have been just watching him, waiting for the wife to be out of town, getting him around the right kind of people. And, you know, maybe these other guys were involved and didn't realize they were involved. You know, the government's good. And, uh. They just got him to the right place in the right time.
1: Yeah, I'm going with exactly what Shane said. That's a hard one. That's a hard one. It's, he's right. Too many human
2: elements. I, I'm I'm inclined to agree with y'all. I don't think it was too much paranormal to it. Um, and that somebody had him taken out. Yeah, I really feel like maybe it was the friend and the wife. You know, but you know, government thing could play a part. So. Yeah. I mean, the the noises to me sound, they sound human
1: to me. They don't sound, Now, don't get me wrong, I didn't listen to the entire voicemail because, like you said, you can't find it without somebody talking over the top of it. Yeah. Um, but uh, it was too, even those noises sounded, the ones I did listen to sounded human. Mm. So.
2: Plus, the crazy part is the fact that it was, that voicemail was scrubbed from the internet. Yeah, that's weird. So that also adds into, like, you know, government.
0: Yeah, if it was an actual creature, they wouldn't do that.
2: Yeah, mm, they'd be like, it was foam interference or something, you know, or a mountain lion. So, yeah. Yeah. You know. Well, in that case, let's jump over to our next story of another disappeared person. All right. So, this one, people believe, a lot of people believe it was an alien abduction. All right. So, I'm going to butcher a lot of names. Um, So, in 1980, a coal mine worker, and this is where I'm going to butcher Zygmunt Adamaski. Anyways, he went by Ziggy. Many people knew him by Ziggy. And that's what I'm going to say from now on. All right. In June of 1980, he went missing. He lived in Thornfield, crescent at tingly uh near wakefield who who has all these names for cities anyways he's a 56 year old miner he went to walk to the local uh grocery store on june sixth. that was the last time he was seen alive um his wife uh initially suspected that he was kidnapped Five days after his disappearance, a coal yard worker uh, named Trevor Parker found Ziggy's body on top of a 10 foot pile of coal at uh, Mr. Parker's father's coal yard in Todmorden. And that's about 20 miles from Tingley. Now, he was wearing a suit, but no shirt. The shirt was missing, um, as were his watch and wallet. His clothes were said to be improperly fastened, and he had only one day of beard growth. His hair had been chopped short, and in a roughly cut manner, as it was put. His body was also covered in burn marks, and his on his head, neck, and shoulders. His face it was reported showed absolute terror, but there were no injuries to explain the cause of death. The burns were said to be covered in a strange ointment, which could not be identified by scientists. Again, it opened up a lot of questions, like one tabloid uh, said he had been abducted and killed by aliens and his body dumped on top of the coal pile. Um, Other people said he had been killed by KGB forces, and, or had been left dazed and confused after being struck by ball lightning or some other unidentified phenomenon. So there's the alien abduction theories. Um, now this guy, Alan Godfrey, he wrote a book that claimed more on the alien abduction side. Uh, he was a policeman who had been called to the uh, Todd Morden coal yard where Ziggy's body had been found. In November, five months after Ziggy's body was found, Constable Godfrey had his own encounter with a UFO less than a mile away from the coal yard. Uh, He made a sketch of the UFO, and later, under hypnosis, told a story about being taken aboard the UFO and given a physical exam by two non-human entities. Um, His story made headline. Godfrey, at the time of the writing on the article on him was 70 and, uh, or when he went through hypnosis was, he was 70 In this article, he said, I never said I was abducted by aliens and that he was probably dreaming though. He believes that it is possible that Ziggy was taken by aliens. He doesn't believe that Ziggy was murdered. So although a lot of other police officers believe he had been killed, I mean, obviously he was killed, but by somebody else other than aliens. So he thinks that Ziggy didn't die where he was found, but had been placed there by someone or something. Uh, He added, he was on top of the coal pile on his back with not a bit of coal on him. His eyes were wide open and his hands uh, wide open and he had burn marks. And then he, of course, he asked like, why would he climb up a stack of coal? Although the coroner recorded an open verdict ruling that Ziggy had died of a heart attack. Mr. Godfrey said there are unanswered questions. Um, he's talking about the ointment on his neck, um, where the samples were sent to a home office laboratory, which couldn't identify it. Of course he wrote a book, uh, titled who or what were they? Uh, So he might also be trying to sell a book. This is what he said because he, you know, he was there and he saw the body. He said, those eyes were staring up at me. I was looking down on him from a foot away. Those eyes sent a shudder down my spine. They were wide open. He had a look of someone who had seen something or someone that had scared him to death. Something or something put him on top of the coal, of that pile of coal and something scared him to death. So, um, pathologist who carried out the post-mortem uh, body said, uh, he said it was a classic case of someone who had been scared to death. So, yeah. Now, there is um, apparently a, a similar issue that dealt with a logger uh, named Travis Walton out of Arizona in 1975. Although he went missing for five days and turned up alive. There's one about that he, apparently Ziggy had a feud. Some people believe he was in a feud with somebody who was living with them, and they believe he died because of that feud. But yeah, every everybody else just talks about, you know, aliens. So,
1: I've heard a story similar to this one. Um, main differences being he was gone one day, they found him the next, and he had a uh, like a, like a two week old beard or three week old beard, even though he was a clean shaven man. Um, and the clothes, he wasn't wearing a suit, he was wearing like a. I want to say flannel shirt and jeans. Regardless, he was perfectly clean for being on top of a coal pile, which didn't make any sense. The burns were still the same. The weird goop that was on him was still the same. It was unexplainable, but um, that may just be one of those things like, you know, story gets told so many ways. Details get fuzzy,
2: you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, but yeah, I think I, I've heard it before. Like I said, and I, this sounds very like alien, like how the hell would you get on top of a coal pile and you're clean? Like that's just not going to happen Yeah, without being placed on top of it.
2: Shame. What do you think? Oh man. You're over there mapping, aren't you?
0: Well yeah. Um uh, unfortunately we don't have a lot mapped in the UK, so there's there's not a lot to go on over there. Uh, but in nineteen eighty I would think we would have been able to decipher what the goop was if it was human. Yeah. Uh if if you would have said nineteen twenties is like, now nah, we didn't have the science. In nineteen eighties we could have determined that it was earth earth origin. Right. Yeah. That's pretty much it <laughs> how did he how did he get on top of the coal? How did they not determine the goop was you know not earthly or was earthly uh this is in one of the hot spots of uFO spottings over in the u k yep. so that that lines up as well and you said the
1: who was it the chief oh uh, no it, and, the constable, the constable. Saw a UFO, what a month you said, a month later?
2: Yeah. Uh, let me just see. One mile away. That's hey, kind of crazy. Let me go up here. Uh, yeah, he had only counter less than a mile away from the cold yard. It was five months after. Oh, five months. Yeah. And,
1: and, um, uh, I guess terrestrial time. It's nothing.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, now, now we just got to figure out what version of the aliens did it. Was it the Greys? Who
0: knows? <laughs> oh, yeah.
2: <laughs> Lizard people.
0: I'm. Um, this doesn't. This doesn't feel like normal Gray behavior. But maybe something went wrong. Uh, with him having the burns and then the ointment, so they were trying to help him. Like maybe. They put him in some sort of stasis. Uh, You know, they were going to do their normal experiments and he didn't take. And fought fought out and ripped things off of him that shouldn't have been just ripped off causing the burns. And they tried to calm him down. And uh, you said it looked like he was just scared to death. Maybe that's what it was. They were trying to fix him. Like, hey, he didn't let us experiment. Now we got to fix you. And it was just too much for him.
2: Yeah, maybe. You said he was a coal miner? Yeah, he was a coal miner. So the fact that he's a coal miner, and then he get he goes missing for five days, and then twenty miles away, he's placed on a coal pile. Like, I mean, I know some people might be like, "Well, maybe," because that's a coal yard. So m- maybe he was in the back of a truck and got shipped over there and dumped out. But like, like I said, there's no. He'd be filthy. Yeah. if he got dumped out. You know,
1: here's what I'm thinking, and and this is just, I don't know enough about the human body to know shit, but you're a coal miner, your skin is going to absorb a lot of that dust. And let's just say that they were experimenting, and on an average everyday human, like the constable, for instance, not in a coal mine all of his life, not doing Anything with coal wouldn't be absorbing it as much. You know, maybe that experiment had a chemical in it that reacted with the coal, and that's what caused the burns on him. Like, it just was a reaction with the coal that had been absorbed into his skin.
2: Like, maybe they were doing a scanning laser thing, and it was just hot enough or something, you know?
1: Right, well, any average human, it wouldn't have affected them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that explains why the goop they found was, they don't know what it is. Yeah, or I wonder if that falls back on like the star jellies thing. Oh, no, yeah. maybe yeah. Mm. They use star jellies as <laughs> as burn ointment.
2: <laughs> oh, that'd be crazy. I feel it's like old. it
1: would be pretty pure, in my opinion, because there was only like what the two bacteria in it or something like that, something weird like that.
2: I don't remember. <laughs> Well, I, I know, like I said, they brought up a feud. and um, But there's no evidence that the feud led to his death. Like, they were just upset. I'm guessing, from what I gathered, got, dude was living with him. He was a family member. And maybe he wasn't paying rent, or maybe they were just tired of him living there. and He needs to get out, and that's what started a feud. I don't see him getting killed over that. I'm not saying that st- stuff like that doesn't happen. I, I know it does, right. but, but for him to get killed like that, then dressed in a suit and then driven 20 miles and they didn't even put the suit on. Right. Um, to dump him off on a coal pile where they know he's going to get found, you know, mm-hmm. cause 10 foot is high, but it's not like super high, you know? Right.
1: If a human did it, one, you would need a piece of machinery that would be able to lift him high enough to set him up there. And then whatever's holding him up there, like holding him to put him up there, you've got to take that off. It's going to leave drag marks from the coal on his clothes,
2: on his on, on any part of his body. So, yeah. Yeah, you cuz you're you're definitely not hauling a person up a coal pile. No, you know. no, not to, and not
1: <laughs> and them not get dirty. It's just not gonna happen. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm it's like he just based on description alone, it's like he was just placed on top. Just,
2: mm-hmm.
1: of course, I don't know what it looked like. So. All right.
0: It's still weird that they place him there. Yeah, I. Do you think I know you? You had your theory on the coal in the skin, and that caused the burns. What if, when they accidentally killed him, let's say that happened with the aliens, and they they picked up the traces of coal in him and just assumed like this is where he's most comfortable. Let's find some coal and put him back with this element that is a part of him or all over him.
1: Yeah, it it probably it probably would have thrown him for a loop. Like why did this happen? And that was the only high traces of whatever coal,
0: you know. Right. And they thought they were doing good. Like here, yeah. in, in your in your memory, we're placing you on this pile of coal that you love so much. Right. <laughs> Maybe it'll heal. Yeah, he thought you. loved it. it.
1: <laughs> Man, that would suck. You get abducted by aliens and then you're set on fire. Shit. That's that's a double whammy.
0: <laughs> so yeah. Something went wrong. They tried to dress him back up, forgot his shirt. Cause you said too that they buttoned up his pants and shoes wrong, right?
2: Yeah, and like well, like he was wearing like I guess a three piece suit. So like, you know, the jacket wasn't buttoned right and the pants weren't buttoned right and yeah, shoes weren't done right. So But there was no shirt.
0: And no watch, no wallet. But Yeah. That the watch would have been removed for any sort of testing. Yeah. Experimenting. Yeah. Wallet might have just fell out of his pocket.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Into the cold. And
0: unless we're dealing with like intergalactic
2: pickpockets. That's a lot of traveling though for like probably fifty bucks.
0: I mean, but but think about it. How much would alien money go for here on Earth or an alien watch?
2: Well, that's true.
0: So we got some intergalactic pickpockets cruising up here. They're like, oh, just burn them, throw some petroleum jelly on them and toss them out after we get what we need.
1: <laughs> that's when you start. It, that goes into the round two of like, if we're, if aliens are our evolutionary you know, whatever you call it. What's that? Anyways. Uh, yeah. If they are, if they're what we're going to become, then technically it's ancient technology.
2: So yeah, it might fetch a pretty penny. They're just our descendants revisiting us. And they're just like, Oh, I had to get great, 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 great great, granddad's wallet and watch. and i'm gonna kill him for it yeah well that was a harm that was a mistake like oh crap what we didn't they didn't know that the
1: actual tractor beams what set him on fire he was like floating up just burning as he was
0: oh man i didn't even think that that's pretty legitimate too they're just trying to beam him up and it's
2: like shit shit he's on fire (laughs) (laughs) goop him down You just have somebody run in with, like, a super soaker. Like. All
0: right. All right. And that's what the goop was. It's their, like, fire extinguisher. It's like...
1: Yeah. We solved it, boys. <laughs>
0: oh, man. Hey, that's another movie there. Like, the most f***ed <laughs> up aliens out there. Like... <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh Lord. Uh, yeah, that'd be a good one. Pickpockets of the Galaxy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Evolution two. <laughs> Pickpockets of the Galaxy. <laughs> yeah, I like it. It rolls off the tongue. You're right. It really does. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that reminds me has the government, has the Canadian government knocked any more
2: your water over? <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> they don't want to be too mean about it, okay?
0: I think I'm forgiven. It's only been, you know, it's been a month. They're like, you know, let bygones be bygones. <laughs> he hasn't <laughs> mentioned us. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then tonight. <laughs> oh.
2: Oh, hey, it was you
0: this time.
1: Uh, that's true. I'll be the one. I've I've had some close calls, like I'll have a drink on my desk and I'll move something. And it's like, brr. God, 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 God. And I'm like, oh, here we go. It's going to sit. No. <laughs> Spilling huh? shit all over my <laughs> desk.
0: <laughs> we drained that one already?
2: <laughs> I mean, it, it all points to aliens. That, that is, yeah. I, I mean,
1: how are you going to pick two topics that have direct, like, government
2: aliens? Well, I mean, I mean, in all honesty, I figured we would talk about the first one. And be like, I don't know what it is, cryptid or whatever. That but, first one was too cut and dry, man. It was just like mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Or it felt too cut and dry. Let me put well, it that. I, well,
2: I I kinda of felt that one would be a short one. And that's why I was like, oh, I'll do the second one. Uh, so I'm glad you did. Yeah. Cause I don't know. this one was more interesting to me just because like, the body's just laying there. And I, I already feel like it's alien. But, like, why? Why there? Why the coal? Why, you know, all of that?
0: You know. I think the coal checks out, like we were talking about, the trace elements on him. And they were just like, yeah, this is where he's comfortable. Yeah. Because we do the same thing with, like, animals. It's like, oh, this is... Clearly an aquatic animal. Let's release it in the water. Yeah. And we could be wrong, and it was not, and we drowned it. <laughs> that <laughs> reminds
2: me of like the dude with the tortoise, and he's like, Oh, and he throws a tortoise in the lake. Oh. Yeah. Have you seen that? <laughs> Everybody's like, Oh my god, that was a tortoise. Uh, I'm I really hope they went in and got that tortoise and it was a joke. And if so, that was cruel. And yeah. y'all should be punished for that. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> Maybe
1: he legitimately didn't know. (laughs) There's some (laughs) dumb mofos in this world.
2: (laughs) There are. (laughs) I can't argue with you on that. I mean. (laughs) I like to think the tortoise is okay. Yeah, tortoise is fine, ladies and gentlemen. As far as we know. It's fine, ladies and gentlemen. I don't want people to come back on us and be like, you said it was fine and it wasn't fine. Okay. As far as we know, that tortoise is fine. Okay. Here we go. Oh man. Oh shit. I'm pretty sure we're all on the same page as far as final thoughts. Aren't we? Unless Shane wants to come with the crazy out of the blue theory.
0: All right, we we did crazy for the first one, so maybe we should normalize this one. Yeah, um, yeah. let's with, do that. With Ziggy. So Ziggy, I don't even know how to normalize it. He, does, he <laughs> can't do it, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> he, he can't do it. All right, he wandered off, and he really just wanted to play king of the hill by himself. So he climbed to the top of this coal pile, and then he was stuck because he was scared of heights. And he was stuck there. For five days and he he figured out how to shave with coal, which explained why his hair was gone. And he got hot and he took off his shirt and you know he sloppily put, you know, his clothes back on because he was thirsty. He was hungry and he's up there dying pretty much. And then he went to uh try to eat coal and he's like, Well, I can't eat raw coal. I need to cook it first. So he started rubbing it together and it caught on fire and he had nothing to put it out with, so he laid on it to put it out and between starvation dehydration and his burns he finally just he died laying there what what about the goop it was a reaction of the like antibodies like pus from his burn wounds Mm. reacted with certain minerals in the coal to create something that hadn't been discovered by man yet makes sense makes sense no other explanation, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Remember, don't don't eat raw coal. Cook it first. Yeah, gotta... <laughs> when it's that nice cherry color, oh, that's yeah. when you
2: pop it in. Just yeah. pop it right in there. Mm. <laughs> You'll never taste anything like it again, <laughs> or anything else for that matter. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's going to do that and they're going to sue us. Like, I did it. And, oh, I Disclaimer, do man. Don't do that.
1: <laughs> We're idiots. Don't ever take advice yeah. from us. All right. <laughs> Don't listen to shit on the internet. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, all right, ladies and gentlemen. If you enjoyed the two s- crazy stories we had tonight, um let us know and tell us what you think about it in the comments you know, and, uh, like share, subscribe, rate, uh, check out our YouTube channel, check out our Facebook and check out the TikTok, and all that good stuff. And if you really want to hear the unedited version of this, then check out our Patreon where you can also get some nice merch. So check us out. And as always tell us what you think.